Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Crypto Business Podcast, helping you navigate the frontier of crypto. And now, here is your host, Michael Stelzner. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Crypto Business Podcast, brought to you by Social Media Examiner. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner, and this is the podcast for innovative thinkers who want to know what works in the world of Web3. This time, I'm coming to you with a bonus episode. And we're going to talk about what's in the episode in just a second. So stand by. Helping you to simplify your crypto journey. Here is this week's expert guide. Hey there, Mike Stelzner with another bonus episode of the Crypto Business Podcast. I'm recording this at nine in the morning on Tuesday, June 14th. And just yesterday, the crypto market crashed. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. So here's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the crypto crash and my perspective and a perspective that I think would be very valuable to you if you're freaking out and wondering what's happening in the world of NFTs and crypto and Web3 if it's all coming crashing down. I'm going to give you a perspective. I'm also going to give you an update on our Web3 conference and where things are at. But first, I do want to let you know that I got over COVID a couple of weeks ago and I have this stupid lingering cough, which we'll see if it gets edited out. But if I have to cough every once in a while or you hear me, my voice go a little nuts like it's going right now, you'll know what's going on. Okay, so first of all, let's talk about the crypto crash. But before we go there, I want to talk about long-term perspective. And I want to share some information with you that's probably going to surprise you. As of today, Gary Vaynerchuk's V Friends is only 13 months old. It's only been around for 13 months. I mean, it's is that even the toddler stage? You know, this is a very young project that launched in May of 2021. Gary V just had his first V conference literally a few weeks ago. He's very early on the journey. The Board API Club, which is perhaps the most successful popular launch of all time also launched in May of 2021. It is also only 13 months old. Again, it's only 13 months old. Moonbirds, which was the largest profile picture launch in the history of all NFTs and is now ranked number 10 in all time top NFT projects launched in April of this year, April of 2022. These are very, 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 very early days, people. We're just getting started. We're just getting started. So I wanted to help kind of sow that perspective that these big projects like the Board API Club and V Friends and Moonbirds, they're really new, yet they're going to be around for a very, very long time. Okay, so let's talk about what happened with the crypto crash. Yesterday, June 13th, 
is going to go down as some sort of a black Monday, probably for crypto because Ethereum dropped 20% and it was already down near kind of all-time lows for the last couple of years. And it fell to $1,100 per Ethereum, which was a decline of 74% off of its peak, which the peak was like $4,700. So if you do the math on that, that means that you could buy four Ethereum for the price of one Ethereum, four point something Ethereum, for what the price of a single Ethereum was just a few months back. Bitcoin fell to 21000 down 66%. And I believe Bitcoin peaked at 69000 So you can buy three Bitcoin for what a single Bitcoin sold for just a few months back. So why? Why did this happen? Well, there's lots of people speculating as to what's going on, but I think the big thing that's going on is the fear of a global recession is probably the biggest one or the fear of a recession here in the United States. We're raising interest rates. The stock market is crashing in unison with the crypto marketplace. And lots of people are retail investors and they sell when things go bad. A retail investor, by the way, is a non-institutional investor, someone like you and me. Now, I've been through some traditional stock market crashes in my life. I remember the Y2K.com bubble burst in 2000. I remember the crash in 2008 due to the mortgage crisis. And of course, the crash in 2000 due to COVID. Now, many of you remember what happened in 2000 with the crash. And many of you also are aware of the fact that it ended up going up after these crashes. And in some cases, like for example, during the COVID sequence, it went up ridiculously high. So this is really important for you to understand that in every one of these crashes, people freaked out and did the following. They sold near the bottom or they sold everything near the bottom. They decided to basically capitulate, get rid of everything. They decided that everything they're hearing in the media is true and they sold it all. However, if they would have had a longer term mindset and they wouldn't have sold, instead they would have maybe held or possibly even realized that it's an incredible buying opportunity, they would have realized that a recovery was around the corner because it always is. And when recoveries come, they come very, very strong. For example, for those of you that actually got into the stock market around March of 2020, you realized incredible gains as the market continued to go crazy and continued to go just up and up and up. Now, everything I'm telling you is not financial advice. This is just me telling you a story. So what happens in the stock market happens in the crypto marketplace and in particular in the NFT marketplace. And I want to kind of explain to you how I see it. And by the way, in the crypto world and the NFT world, there's two factors that are at play here that you really need to understand. The first factor is the cost of an Ethereum. A Ethereum is the general currency, if you will, that people use to buy NFTs, right? So when you go on to OpenSea and you see that NFT costs like one Ethereum or eight Ethereum or 20 Ethereum, you have to, in your mind, calculate what's an Ethereum worth now, what was it worth before. Secondly, when markets are crashing 
people want to get out of NFT projects. In some cases, you have people that got in really early and they want to take their gains before it goes down even further. In other cases, you've got people who bought at a lot higher price and just want to get out because they think it's just going to keep going down and keep going down and keep going down. So they end up selling below the floor. And for those that don't understand what the floor is, the floor price is the lowest price that someone is willing to sell an NFT within an NFT project. And if you want to turn an NFT really quick, you put it below the floor because there's always people looking for bargains to want to get into certain NFT projects. Now, here's the deal. This factor of the reducing cost of Ethereum in US dollars combined with people flipping out and wanting to sell NFT projects below the floor creates this kind of double whammy of an opportunity because, and I'm going to kind of explain it to you so you understand how it does, but it creates an incredible opportunity to get into some of the NFT projects that you've always wanted to get into. So for example, let's take the Board Ape Yacht Club. Literally before I hit record, I went onto the Board Ape Yacht Club on OpenSea and I found that the cheapest one was selling for 83 Ethereum which as of this recording is 102,000 US dollars. Now the person that's selling this bought this six months ago for 54.25 Ethereum. Now let me ask you this question. If they bought it six months ago for 54.25 Ethereum and they're selling it today for 83 Ethereum, are they going to make a profit or are they going to have a loss? Well, this is where it gets kind of interesting. When you go into OpenSea and you open up an NFT, any particular NFT, you have to go into the NFT on OpenSea and you scroll down to expand open to details. No, I'm sorry, not to details. You scroll all the way down to item activity. You hover over it and you scroll down and you look at the last sale price and it'll have a date about a year ago, let's just say. You click on that and it's gonna open up Etherscan and then you can scroll down to see what they paid for it and it's going to show you the amount of ether and then in kind of a blue text it's going to show you the dollar amount now if you hover over it it's going to tell you that it's displaying the dollar amount in today's ether price but if you click on it it will transition it to the actual dollar price when they bought it so here's the deal getting back to this person who is selling this board ape yacht club ape for 83 Ethereum or $102,000 to the question I asked you earlier, they paid 54.25 Ethereum for it six months ago, which was, drum roll please, 223,000 US dollars. They're selling it today for 102,000 US dollars. They're taking a $121,000 loss, more than a 50% loss because they're flipping out trying to get out of the marketplace. Now, if you've always wanted to get into the Board Ape Yacht Club and you've got this kind of funds, there may never be a better opportunity than in the next few weeks, um, depending on how much further this thing goes down, to get into this. But again, if you have a long-term horizon, then you can begin to understand why this is so valuable. Again, so if you consider that ETH is down literally like 75%, right? Or whatever that percentage was I, I mentioned, 74%. That means that you're getting ETH. You can get four ETH for what the price of one ETH once was, right? When you think about this discounting of ETH, because everybody's selling it and freaking out, 
and you double down and, and you also think about the people that want to sell out of a project and are willing to sell it at the lowest possible price. Now, all of a sudden, you know, you look into the future and you say to yourself, there will be a recovery. There always is. It's just a question of when. And if this particular project is going to stick around and has legs, this may be the best opportunity for me to ever get into this project. Ever. So what's the business connection? Well, first of all, I invest NFTs with my corporate treasury, and I've done a podcast on this before. The short version of the story is I set up an FTX account, institutional account with my S Corp. I funnel money into it and I buy Ethereum and Bitcoin. And I use almost all of my Ethereum to invest in NFT projects because I believe that the best NFT projects are going to be worth a lot of money down the road. So one business opportunity for you is to take your dollars, which are becoming less valuable because of inflation, and possibly invest in a NFT project that you believe is going to be here for the long run because there will ever only be 10,000 of those collections. That's perhaps an investment thesis for you with your business to diversify your investments. Another business connection is you may want to get into some of these more valuable projects because they're very economical to get in. Like the lazy lion community is ridiculously inexpensive to get into right now. I'm going to look it up while we're talking, but you know, because of this market crash, you can get a lazy lion for ridiculously low price. The floor price today on a lazy lion is 0.59 Ethereum. 0.59 Ethereum is $725. Now that's not a lot of money to get into the lazy lion community. So if there's certain communities that you believe, and I'm not saying the lazy lion community is going to be one that you should get into, but if there's certain communities that you believe are going to be here for the long run, you can get incredibly good deals getting into these communities. And when you get into these communities, you can study what they're doing. What is it they're doing to develop community? How are they managing their discord? What are they planning to do with their project and their airdrops and the other kinds of projects they're going to be doing? Um, these are the things that when you're on the inside and you are an owner, you get an opportunity to do things. In addition, when you go to big conferences, like I'm heading out to NFT NYC, a lot of these different communities like the Moonbird community and the Lazy Lion communities and many others are holding private gatherings that you can only get to if you hold one of their NFTs. So you get a chance to meet the people that are on the inside. Lots of cool opportunities by getting into these projects when they're really, really, really low. Okay, so what have I done? Well, over the last week, I have added a vFriend, Shrewd Sheep, which is a rare vFriend, to my NFT collection. I hold a couple of really rare, spectacular vFriend Series 2, but I've always wanted to get into the vFriends community and I decided to wait till after the conference because I knew that things would depress and also waited till the price came down. So I got in for eight Ethereum into this rare V friend, shrewd, shrewd, shrewd sheep. Try saying that three times fast. I also got into a very rare mutant ape. It's literally ranked like 360 out of like, I don't know, 20,000 mutant apes. And I paid a lot of money to get in. As a matter of fact, that was the most expensive NFT I've ever purchased. It was about $40,000 to get into the Mutant Ape Yacht Club. But what's cool is once you're into the Mutant Ape Yacht Club, there's 19,400 of these items, and mine is like number 364. 
By the way, if you ever want to see what I'm buying for our corporate stuff for our vault, the really valuable stuff is on OpenSea.io slash SMExaminer minus sign vault. And you can see I've got everything that I have that's really, really valuable. SMExaminer minus sign vault is in there. And then all the other stuff is OpenSea.io slash SMExaminer. And you'll see all sorts of other projects that I just haven't moved into the vault that I purchased. So I purchased the really rare because it was ridiculously economical compared to the other ones. It was, it was literally the mutant ape was more Ethereum, like five or six more Ethereum than the floor price. But considering how rare it was and considering how much all the others that are rare like this were going for, I figured this was a really smart long-term investment to get into the Port Ape Yacht Club. And again, once you own a mutant ape, you get access to pretty much all the same things that the board ape does. Board ape has some other benefits, of course, but not quite willing to go there with that expensive investment. But I will tell you, I was thinking about buying a board ape and I decided, I talked it over with my controller and I said, you know, I could buy a board ape, but if I have a board ape, I'm going to have to hold it forever because I won't be able to sell it. I won't want to sell it. And what I said is, you know, we already own four moonbirds. What if I buy more moonbirds because they're so ridiculously low? So I did that. I bought two more moonbirds. And you're going to find this really interesting, but these were, from an ETH perspective, my fifth and sixth moonbirds were about 16.5 Ethereum, which was for sure the most expensive ETH that I've spent on moonbirds. But they were less costly than the moonbirds that I bought for nine Ethereum on launch day on OpenSea. They were about seven or eight thousand dollars less, each of them. So now I own six moonbirds. I'm now in the top 150 holders in the collection. And you can bet your bottom dollar that if the price of Ethereum continues to decline, I will pick up a seventh moonbird and I'll be in the top like 70 holders in the collection. Now, the reason why I did this over the Board Ape Yacht Club is I said to myself, Kevin Rose and what he's building, this is like venture capital investing. And he's already dropped these things called the oddities, which are worth three Ethereum each, and they haven't even revealed them yet. They're going to reveal them on uh, July 1st. And there's just so many other benefits that they're going to have to those that are nesting moonbirds. Now, 96.5% of people that hold moonbirds are nesting them. There are only 100 moonbirds available for sale. There are 1,000 mutant apes available for sale out of 20,000. There's only 100 out of 10,000, which is 1% of the collection, if I'm doing my math right, is available for sale. So imagine a year from now, these six that I have, I might be able to sell one of them and recoup the entire investment in the collection. Yes, you know, this is how I look at it because I'm convinced that Kevin Rose is all in and this project is here for the long run because of things that I've talked about on previous episodes where I talked about the Moonbirds project. So hopefully this gives you some perspective on like the longer term, you know, and, and I'm going to transition to talk about something else here in a second, but just think long term. Imagine which collections are going to be super valuable when tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, and millions of people begin onboarding into NFTs. And some people that have 
a lot of money are going to want to get into the more popular collections. And there only ever are going to be X number. There's never going to be any more, right? So if you can get in on the right collections, it can be a very, 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 very wise investment for your business. Again, not financial advice. Do your own research. Okay. I want to update you on the crypto business conference that we're launching in October. First of all, very exciting developments. I got a chance to go walk the San Diego Convention Center and imagine how the space is going to look, and it's going to be absolutely amazing. First of all, I want to say who this is for. This is definitely for you if you're crypto curious. This is for you if you're a creator, a marketer, or an entrepreneur, and you, you're looking into the future and you know that Web3 is going to be like the next big thing. You missed out, maybe you were a little late into web one in the early days of the internet, or maybe you were a little late into web two, social, all that side of it. But now you want to be on time. You want to be right on schedule with web three because you believe that this thing, this concepts that we're talking about, NFTs, social tokens, DAOs, and the metaverse, that these could be absolutely transformational and that maybe you're going to start an agency or become a consultant, or maybe you're going to launch an NFT project for your company or for yourself, dot, 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 dot. You just know this is the hot new thing. And even though right now everything is kind of declined, this is great because this is washing out all the scamsters. This is washing out people that aren't truly committed to this. This is your opportunity to come in and really, really learn. If you want to learn I'm here to tell you that after having attended what will be my third crypto conference, I can tell you that most of these conferences that I've attended are all panels. Some of them have 10-minute panels, 15-minute panels. What could you possibly learn? How is that any different than a podcast episode with a guest? I mean, if we're intellectually honest, that's all a panel is, is a podcast interview with a panel of guests or a live show on Clubhouse or Twitter Spaces. Speaking of which, side note, I'm thinking of starting Twitter Spaces on a regular basis to talk about this kind of stuff. I would love you to reach out to me on Twitter and let me know if you would be interested in me doing a Twitter Space where every week I come on and I talk about this kind of stuff and really make it so that a lot of everyone who's listening can understand. Would you please reach out to me on Twitter and let me know? I am Twitter dot com slash Mike underscore Stelzner, S-T-E-L-Z-N-E-R. And if Instagram is your platform of choice, I am Stelzner on Instagram. Okay, so back to the conference. Our vision is to not have very many panels at all. Our vision is to have solo presenters who are project founders or Web3 marketers and people who are doing the actual work inside of this space getting up and doing solo presentations. I envision a beginner track. I also envision heavy focus on NFTs. So for example, if you think about NFTs as kind of the hot thing that everybody's focusing on right now, you've got how do you get started with an NFT, right? Where you have to understand how a project works, what are smart contracts, what tools do you need to use to be able to launch an NFT. I want to talk about how to generate excitement with NFT launches, how to develop a loyal community, which is the core of all these things, how to do collaboration with other projects, how to actually have a successful launch. And then how do you actually use an NFT to build a business? How do you use a social token to build a business? We're going to be talking to successful founders who've done this kind of stuff. 
because it's one thing to do a launch. It's another thing to actually sustain things. We're also going to be focusing on decentralized autonomous organizations and these awesome new use cases for building decentralized, the community-owned businesses. We're going to talk about the metaverse, all this kind of stuff. This is what I want to focus on, and I really want to focus on quality. I really want to focus on having solo presenters on the stage who are going to share their wisdom, their experiences, where you will learn from their mistakes and their success. We're also going to have a big networking component to this. For those of you that have been in the social media marketing world, especially in prior years, you might remember our networking plaza. Imagine a big space with dedicated space in the center of everything where there are round tables that have numbers on them and have names on them. So for example, imagine a table for artists. Imagine a table for developers. Imagine a table for starting NFTs. Imagine a table for metaverse, right? And imagine numbers on the table so you can plan your own little gatherings with attendees at the crypto business conference and say, hey, meet us at table 14, meet us at table 32 at noon, and we're going to talk about blank. This is what's missing from all the other conferences. I'm telling you, these other conferences do not understand networking. All they focus on is parties. And I think parties are important, but these parties are really hard to talk because you've got DJs blasting music in the background. We're going to build networking into everything that we do pre-event, during the conference, and post-event to everyone who comes to this event. I would encourage you to check it out because right now, as I'm talking, are the cheapest tickets that you can get. We've got two different kinds of ticketing options. We've got the all-access tickets, which gets you VIP lounge, it gets you VIP parties, and it gets you recordings. And then we've got the general admission, which basically gets you access to all the content, but you don't get the recordings, you don't get the lounge, you don't get the parties. We've even got payment plans. There's something for here for everyone. Even if you're listening to this right now and you're not a creator, you're not a marketer, you're not an entrepreneur, but you are a developer, you are an artist, you know, people are going to come to this event looking for you. So you want to come and you want to network in an event like this. How do I know this? Because we've been doing this for over 10 years with Social Media Marketing World, and we have a reputation for putting on premium experiences. So if you want to check it out, visit CryptoBizCon.info. CryptoBizCon.info will take you to the sales page where you can learn all about it. A couple of closing comments. I want you to play the long game. I want you to remember that whenever anything dips, it always comes back. No one ever knows when the bottom is going to hit, but things always do recover. And when they do recover, they eventually recover beyond their previous points. So this recession thing that we're dealing with, this cooling down of the crypto marketplace, this crypto winter, as some are calling it, this is the opportunity where everybody else ignores it. You can stay focused on it and you can learn and you can take it to the next level. And you can truly, truly look back at this opportunity in the summer of 2022 as your opportunity to do something that is going to be transformative for your business, that's going to be transformative for your clients, that's going to be transformative for your life. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, would you let me know? I am at Stelzner on Instagram and at Mike underscore Stelzner on Twitter. Thank you so much for listening to me today. I had no idea 
how long I would go, but I really, really appreciate you listening to the show and I hope you got a lot out of it. Catch you next time. Just a quick reminder, if you're new to this show, be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast player and let your friends know about this show. I already mentioned my URLs a little bit earlier. This brings us to the end of yet another episode of the Crypto Business Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner. I'll be back with you next week, actually sooner than next week, because this is a bonus episode. I hope you make the best out of your day and may Web3 continue to change your world. The Crypto Business Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner. The information provided in the Crypto Business Podcast is provided solely for educational purposes. Do not treat what you hear as investment, trading, or financial advice. Do your own research. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.